Welcome, everybody, to another episode of House of Noise. What's going on? Episode number 18. Wow, we're almost to 20. Almost. Woo! Almost big to numbers. The, almost to the big two zero. Oh, that is an accomplishment. So this interview was with uh, Ignite the Fire. We talked to Kaylin. We talked to Mark, Mike, and Jack. Yes, because Holly was not there because it was her birthday. Yes. So we talked to him about a lot of things. Um, we actually had the chance of seeing them before Rock on the Range. They played at Ala Rosa Villa. We got to meet them. We bought some earrings off of them. I still have them. Talked to them, which you'll hear all this in the uh, interview. And we also talked to them about their... Uh, at the time, current music video and upcoming projects. And at the time, they had done Trial and Triumph. Yes. So we talked to them about that. And they're a cool music video in a barn. Yes. And the experiences making that music video. So I think without further ado, we I should just play the let, interview. Let our listeners hear the uh, interview because it was pretty funny. There was a lot of laughter and humor, so... I'm sure you'll laugh along with the rest of us. Enjoy. Hello. 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 Uh, this is Kalen with Ignite the Fire. Hey. Hello. Well, hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, doing great. We we were uh, told to call at this time. Well, you is know what? A good time? Who? It no, is, uh, sorry. But whoever is, told you that no, no, is a sorry, liar. Sorry, this is a bad time for us. If you call back in five minutes, that'd be great. Okay, you know what? I'll just go ahead and hang up. It's been good for us. Uh, is four minutes okay? Um, we like to be a little How about three and a half? Is that better? Right. Ooh, I don't know. I know. I'm, I might be making it too for tight for you guys or something. Don't want to do that. So what's oh, up, boy. guys? Oh. What's going on? What's new in the world uh, of Ignite the Fire? Yes. How many fires have you ignited lately? 17 today. Wow. <laughs> a little arsonist, Three you. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, uh, we've been busy. We, we, we're, uh, we're working on our new EP. Uh, we just played a show, what was it, two nights ago? Oh, two days ago. Too long ago. Yeah, uh, two days ago. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, out in Virginia. So now we're, uh, we're getting ready to come back out to Ohio yeah. near the end of the month. I which, know. Which is actually where we met you guys. Yes. We met you over yes, at uh, La Rosa Villa uh, the night before Rock on the Range. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We harassed you that night and begged you for an interview. That's what we did. <laughs> Actually, I was the one that bought the uh, badass earrings. Yes, we made sure we got Which some I earrings have. for her. I, well, I, how are you guys now? They awesome. They didn't really match my outfit, so I couldn't wear them. Completely <laughs> well, well, understandable, yes. I guess. Yeah. Well, I've gotten a lot of compliment on them, too, so kudos to whoever. Thank you. Yes. Um... You know, they are very beautiful and they're black and white with stripes, so they're kind of wild and fun. 
So you guys. That's what you like to be loud and fun. Well, I know that it's. How else should you be? Responsible. Oh, wait a minute. No, a little bit less on that last one. Right. I was going to say you can't be responsible and loud and fun at the same time. It's just impossible. That yeah. (laughs) I consider myself completely irresponsible. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. It's like that triangle where you know each one takes up. You have to pick two, and you know. Damn it! I hate. <laughs> All right, so I hate asking this question because it's uh, one of those generalized questions. But when can we expect the new album to be released? If you're working, never. In a few fortnights. We're trying to target uh, probably around the September time period. Okay. Uh, we're, we're actually finishing up in the studio. Uh, uh, we're actually finishing up guitars in the studio. Yeah, so this weekend. This weekend. And then we got vocals for one more song, and then that'll wrap it up. And then we just got to get all the uh, the planning and production into it. And then get the music boom. video ready for being released. Yeah, actually get that artwork done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely aiming for a September release. No, is this? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, no, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Mike's gonna ramble a lot. No, I was, I was wondering, are we in the corner? I don't know. No, we, we have no plans. We really have no plans. No, we, we have plans. We have we plans. Keep them we're keeping them under wraps. Yeah. I know. Legal issues. Legal issues. Of course. Never mind. Sorry. Don't mean to be a tease. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Well, I was going to ask if um, if you guys, you know, split up the writing um, duties like you did in the last album. No, we made Kalen do it all. <laughs> yeah, well, that's he, he's the better. Well, player. actually. <laughs> oh. No, we, we, we split it all fairly equally. Good. Uh, if, if someone just has the best idea at the time, we just run with it. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't really get greedy with that stuff. Wow, that's good. As soon as we bring the idea, we bring like a basic idea to the band. Uh, we sit down, we work with it, and if the band likes it, we go for it and we work it out, work out as many kinks as we possibly can, and then we decide if we want to write lyrics and melody to it. And, and everybody kind of really has input in during that that whole process. Everybody kind of yeah, because we all have different musical tastes, so you know. Yeah, it really nothing gets finalized until we get to the studio. So, oh. I mean, it's it's all an ongoing process, so it's all good. Yeah, well, it sounds pretty organic then, which is good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Organic, low calorie, no dairy, <laughs> lactose <laughs> free. Yeah, gluten free. How would you know? No dairy. No Oh, good. So you guys are super healthy then. No high to high <laughs> Everywhere but the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you the uh, video for criticize. I always like to know, you know, was it done in one take? You know, how long was the process? Are you happy with the video? Because sometimes you can have an idea, but the producer has a completely different idea, and it doesn't. Or director. Or director doesn't um, come out the way you want it to. 
We uh, actually, um, the, the person who did our music video, uh, Melissa Sly, um, she was really great with working with us. In fact, we're using her for our next music video that we'll be putting out uh, before the, the next EP, but it, it was definitely not done in one take. <laughs> it, it was supposed to be nine hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hot day. Cooling, sweaty, stinky hours in like a bar. 90 degrees in that thing, man. Really? It was a long day. Oh. Well, of course. It's a good time, though. But we had smoke machines, so it worked. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Everybody likes the smoke yeah. machines and the special effects. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, it was, it was a fantastic experience because that was the first time we had done a music video up to that point. Right. And, um, I, I've known, um, again, uh, the director, Melissa, I've known her for a, about a year or two up to that point and knew how good of a quality she could produce. And I knew that she could really capture our image. And again, that's why we're working with her again. And we're really excited about the next video because we're, we're definitely going, um, above, right. definitely a step above with the next one. Awesome. And what, can you tell me what, what song? That's gonna be. You'll find out soon enough. Yeah, it's too biblical to say. No, no. we're 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 keeping the single under wraps for now. We've been we've been kind of laying hints here and there. Obviously, we've we've been playing it at shows. So, but yeah, we'll we'll be getting it out probably. And uh, well, probably by the end of August. I'll yeah. give you one clue. It's a song. There you oh, go. Okay. There are, there are, are there instruments and vocals on it? <laughs> All right. Well, I could just ask questions, and you could give me yes or no answers, and then you wouldn't really be really be telling me. I just—it's the whole entire art of deduction. So you—you you know. Okay. Oh, awesome. just well, there's a swear behind everything. Right, right. <laughs> of course. Um, so you said you've known Melissa for about a year. So how did you get introduced to her? Was it through someone else or maybe you saw some work she had done? Um, I, I actually, um, when I'm, I'm not doing the band, I'm actually, I work for a production company and she worked for us for a little bit. Oh. And that's how I got to know her work. So... So well, that's got to be nice. Almost sounds like you probably could have done it too, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was very, uh, as, as they call it, very green. So I, I've been learning. I've been getting better. But um, I basically do a lot of communication work for them. But she was the one. She's, again, she's amazing with the camera. She does. She handles everything, too. She'll do the, the, um, the directing. She'll do the uh, videography. And she'll do the editing. And wow. she's very talented at what she does. Yeah. Well, I could see that watching the video. So, and I actually have a production background myself. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yes. So, yeah, it definitely sounds like you guys were happy with uh, the end product then. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, I did notice that you guys do a lot of more, uh, not local, but local-ish to your you know, demographic. Uh, is there any plans of expanding that out and touring a little bit, or is it really hard with your schedules? And Well, I think after this uh, CD comes out here, um, we're going to really try to get some tours together and really get out on the road in general. So I think, yes, we would be expanding outward from the general area. Yeah, I mean, there's always plans to expand out the uh, the utilities and ability to do so um that's usually what takes us the hardest route but 
everything other than that, like we're always wanting to expand out. So any kind of word that can be passed around, anything that we can do to get our name out, to get our band out is always appreciated. Yeah. So we, we definitely have plans with the, the new EP to definitely hit the road. And we're very excited for it because this, we're really viewing this next EP as uh, sort of a launching pad for us. I mean, uh, the, the last one trial and trial was, was very successful for us. And I know there's a lot of anticipation with this next CD and yes. we just want to go pretty much all in on it. So yes, we, yes, we absolutely have plans. Yes. I am. Well, Yes, I think that's great. <laughs> so uh, you guys have played with a lot of different artists, you know, opening for them and stuff as they come through. Uh, have you guys, like, you know, you know, gotten to a good repertoire with them where you could maybe hook up with them on one of their tours next year, or are you just looking to headline your own tour? I mean, I think ideally what we would try to do is really kind of hook up with bands that we have created relationships, uh, relationships with. Um, of course, once you get into that, it's, it's very political because everyone's got their own management. Everyone's got their own booking agency or label. Um, but it, it's really cool because we, we do have a lot of bands that we stay in contact with and we'll, we'll always talk about it. Um, you know, if it comes down to it, we, we might do a bit of just, you know, our own kind of, headlining tour out on our own um probably keep that very small but i think the goal is to really jump on with some friends of ours and really hit the road cool um i was going to ask you to go back to the video for criticize why that particular location was there a reason for that it was free (laughs) well that's always nice that sounds like how they (laughs) came up with the band name (laughs) So were you just scouting out there, scouting for locations, and it was like, hey, that looks good kind of thing? I, honestly, that was that was it, wasn't it? I mean, uh, basically, Holly, our bass player, came to us and just was like, hey, um, my dad's friend has this barn out in the yard. He could have it clean in less than two days, and we can all shoot there if we're looking for a spot. And we went and scout, oh. scouted it out, and it looked fantastic. And... Uh, You'll notice that uh, if you watch the video to criticize, there's no shots of our right side, and that's because all the stuff they cleaned was actually all the way to the left. Yeah. Our <laughs> left, so then you were right. Yeah. I actually did know that. There was only that. a wall. You're right. Yeah. Um, so if it would have panned over, you would have seen all this farm equipment and stuff like that. <laughs> Somehow that you could have worked that into the video. I don't know. Yeah, you, could, you should have danced on the farm equipment. Right. In, in the spirit of creativity, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Work with next, the next video. That's what we'll consider that right. one for the next one. Just as long as I get credit, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> executive producer, right? Yeah, executive producer. Driving tractors, playing instruments. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Um, so. The videos, I know you've got criticized. You have a lyric video for Breathe. When you guys do videos after the process is done, it's been edited, are they generally always posted to YouTube first and then to your page on Facebook or... Yeah, so with the last two, um, we yeah we, we posted them on uh, YouTube, and then we'll spread the word through YouTube. Because um, the, the cool thing about YouTube is you can monetize, right? So when people click on the video, I mean, not that we're saying everything's about the money. I mean, the money helps. But if you get the, the, <laughs> if you get the viewership on YouTube, it helps uh, draw in the numbers, and it helps throw a little bit of money our way. Mm-hmm. So that's why what we usually do. And then we'll go from there and post it on our social media. Cause we, uh, we pride ourselves in a very, 
strong and stable social media presence. And uh, we know that we have fans that just love to see what we're, we're up to and where we're going and everything like that. So now it's, it's definitely a process where we put it on YouTube first. Um, the next video we're looking to see, um, if we can actually get someone to host it before it actually gets released on YouTube or social media. So we, we've been kind of in some talks there. So that's why things have been kind of quiet and under wraps oh. until now. And, and by hosting it, what do you, what does that mean for somebody that um, press media? Yeah. So like a, a press publication, um, let's, let's, you know, take yeah, for instance, like, like loud wire or something like that. Fans like that. Yeah. <laughs> pages, yeah. Pages that like, you know, the metal community, I guess you would oh, say. Okay. Right. And so um, you see a lot of bands do that. And that's uh, it's, it's a marketing tech technique. And um, it allows, you know, a, a broader audience to view it as well as your fan base as well. So. Oh, okay. Cool. That's very cool. Obviously, they're going to have more listeners or right, watchers right. than you do because they're a bigger platform. So you guys, uh, do you prefer playing uh, festivals over just, you know, intimate, more smaller events, or do you like the, the small venues? We like to play. <laughs> we like to play anywhere. No, the festivals are a lot of fun. Festivals are also kind of difficult to get on. So when we can get onto one, they are extremely special. But there is something special, even more so, I think, about playing when someone's you know, not 20 feet away, but like two. When you can really you can see how the music's affecting them. Mm-hmm. When, when it's a festival, it's kind of like, like when we played at uh, Ink and the Clink last year, mm-hmm. it was like a small sea of people to where you could see their faces, you could see them interacting, and you could see their hands move, uh, but you couldn't really see the emotion. You could feel it. I mean, I'm not saying that the emotion wasn't there. They were definitely right. into it. Right. But you couldn't really see it. And seeing it is an important element. It kind of, I can't speak for all of us, but I know it pushes me as a front man it's, to interact with them more. When exactly. It, it, fuels the, it fuels you more when you can feel energy and smaller places seem to radiate it better oh yeah right right well hopefully when you guys come into michigan you'll be able to play at the machine shop oh that'd be a dream come true that that would be be that's like that's definitely on the list yes everybody's i think so too but the energy in that place is pretty uh, oh Um, but yeah, I, I know for me personally, it's like venues like the size of the machine shop that are my favorite to play because it's always, it's not a massive crowd, but it's a crowd that's big enough where people are more open to getting really into the shows and all that instead of just kind of standing back at the bar or standing underneath like the bleachers or anything like that at a fairgrounds or something yeah. along those lines. It's well, small enough where you can like meet everybody there, but then big enough where people are going to give it their all during the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask you, you guys played at the Villa Rosa in Ohio when we saw you. And, you know, the crowd, I don't think it was very large. So when you have played shows and maybe the crowd is a little smaller, is that kind of like a disappointment or it doesn't matter and you're just happy to be playing in front of people getting your music out there? It's not a disappointment at all because the the cool and especially with the Al Rosa Villa show is that those people who were standing in front of us they were they were excited in there for us 
I mean, we, we, we recognize faces from when we've come through Ohio, cool. you know, the past few times. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always great because we, it's almost like they get an intimate show with us in some respect. Right. It's like we're playing to them and they're singing the songs right back to us. And then afterwards, you know, they come over to the merch table and we all hang out. And, you know, it, it's, it's definitely small shows. You know, if the crowd is smaller, it's never a letdown because, you know, by the end of the show, you're going to have people who really gotten into you who were there for you who were just very happy to see you yeah and that that show really showed like the dedication of the people that were there because it was running very behind schedule and Mm -hmm. then you had rock on the range starting at 8 a.m the next day for tailgating right so that when people are still at a venue at 1 30 in the morning it shows their real dedication to music and your band. Oh, yeah, the thing for me is live music is one of the most fun things you can do. It, it's a good time, whether or not you're, especially rock music, because whether or not you're a fan of rock music or a fan of the band playing the show you're at, rock music is a good time. And a lot of the local shows and the smaller shows we play are things that people can actually afford versus the large concerts mm-hmm. that the large festivals and concerts that are you know more expensive there, there could be somebody in the crowd that small crowd that this is their first concert this is really the one time they've got to experience something like this this so I'm going to give it my all because I want them to have a good rock show mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah, I totally understand. yeah definitely um, and I just want to go back to the videos again for breathe, breathe is a lyric video, and I know there are a lot of lyric videos out there. So I always wonder why. Why is that kind of like a choice, especially since you guys were saying that you're going to be doing another actual video? Is it? You, you mean why do you do a lyric video for breathe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Why? It was cheap. <laughs> I mean, to be completely honest and fair, I mean, it was it was a cheap option for us. Um, lyric videos, I don't think they're as popular as they once were. Yeah. Um, and we were kind of at the tail end of the whole lyric video craze at that point. Uh, um, but we knew we knew that we wanted to put out a video for it. So, um, and the people who did it for us did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it kind of is a cheap alternative. You know, instead of having to pay the large production budgets, you can just uh, basically call up a production company and say, you know, hey, I want to do uh, a lyric video for this song, and they'll give you a pretty decent price. Yeah. And in addition to that, I mean, I've always felt that Breathe is a very conceptual song. Mm-hmm. And so if we were to do a music video for it, like, I feel like anything below 100%, which we could at the time only afford less than 100%, would have been a disappointment to the song. I think the best route for that video would have been a lyric video with all of these really conceptual images behind it, the way that the words play off of each other, the way that the words are arranged, the the images especially in that video. You can get away with a lot of different stuff. Like, I'm an art guy, so seeing this kind of stuff on a screen that you can take a minute to look at and really absorb, it really means a lot, Like at least to me. Right, right. Well, and you can be super like you said you're an art guy so with lyric videos you can get crazy and get different images and so it really kind of makes it open to interpretation is you know what i mean 
and so yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the cool things about, um, especially with that song, is we noticed that that's a song that whenever we play it live, mm-hmm. people are always singing the words back to us. Oh, how cool! So I think you know and. It is, it is cool because I can just imagine they probably found that song through a lyric video and we're able to watch it, learn the lyrics, and then they come out to a show and they can sing it back to us. So I definitely think that's one of the ups to having lyric videos. And, um, I mean, it, it definitely worked out for that song. Mm. Yeah, it is. I, I like lyric videos because I'm an art person, too, so I can appreciate appreciate the imagery. It does kind of bring a, bring a sense of life to it, too. Plus you, don't, plus, you don't have to guess what you guys are saying. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. right. Mr. It helped me learn the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> then you get misheard lyrics, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That, as the guitar players, we really don't know what's being said. <laughs> we we know our backing parts. That's about it. Right. The lyric video definitely helps. Sometimes yeah. I just gotta hum the backing vocals because I don't know what, what <laughs> word I'm supposed to say. I know what note I'm supposed to play. Though. Let out an elongated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I got to ask, um, so I noticed on your Facebook when I was Facebook stalking you guys. Yeah, um, I like to do that. <laughs> well, I so you guys don't have a label. Is that, so, is that a conscious decision or you just haven't found it, the right fit yet? So currently right now, yes, we are unsigned. Um, don't want to get into too much details about that, especially with the new EP coming out. But, I mean, that's a, it's always a... a a conscious decision that we always have on our mind is whether or not we want to pursue a label. Um, in today's music climate, labels don't do what they used to do. Right. It's very, it's very artist band driven these days. And so you really have to be careful which music label you go with. I think a lot of bands, when they hear a big label knocking on the door, they get excited. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the existence of a 360 deal where essentially a music label can own you, mm-hmm. you got to be careful. So again, and we're 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 not we're not saying anything, so uh, we're going to keep things under wraps for now. But it's it's always a decision that is on our mind. Well, at the same time, labels do open up doors that wouldn't normally be there for you. I just right. I was just curious. Um, we have talked to bands that on you know from both sides. You know they don't want right. labels, and they there's other bands that love their labels. So you know, just curious. Oh yeah, no, and if, and if you establish a wonderful, because you, you can, you can establish a wonderful relationship with your label, and that it's a really two way street. But there, there are some where you know you'll hear of a band and they'll go away in a year because they didn't produce what the label wanted, and you never hear from that band again. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a tricky game you play in the music world. So. I want to talk about the kind of the financial aspects of the business because I was um, I saw an article on Facebook about how musicians today actually live below the poverty level. And so that being said, one, would you guys agree with that? And two, what do you do to maybe reduce the overhead for the band or help yourself out financially so you can afford to live your dream? Yeah, at the moment, all of us have day jobs, mm-hmm. and all the uh, all the money that is like made financially in the band goes directly back into the band. Uh, so we're kind of personally investing into it, but 
it's only the money that we make from the band that's going back into it. So that way we can all not be homeless. And we're also completely self-funded by that way, too. We we haven't had to have any loans from anybody. We haven't had to ask anybody for help. Everything we've done, we've done because we earned it. Right. Which is pretty a, a pretty cool feeling yeah. at this yeah. point, especially because, I, I mean, like, we don't want to say too much, but we are sitting pretty okay right now. Right. As uh, far as, you know, how we're doing financially. The, uh, the last EP, I mean, it really performed successfully for us so much because we, we actually kind of struggled a little bit recording that one due to funds. This next EP we're going into, we're, we're sitting in a very great, really good position. Right. Um, so much to the fact that we'll be able to handle our merch expenses. And again, you know, talking about touring, you know, we're going to have, you know, a good bit to put towards that. So, and it is tough. You know, you, you have to rely on people who are actively listening to your music. And especially if the money's going back into the band, you know, you're going to have to find a, a day job like we all have to really be able to cover ourselves while we're putting all of this effort and, and this push into what our dream is. Yeah. So it, it can be tough. Now, did I miss the part where this next one's going to be an EP or an LP? I think you said EP, right? Yes. Uh, EP. Yeah. So why is, uh, why is the, the decision to do an EP? Because the last one was an EP as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it had to do with turnaround time. Because we, we wanted to uh, really capitalize off the good publicity and everything that I got from the last EP and be able to get a quick turnaround, like 18 months or so. It'll be about 18 months between uh, Trial and Triumph and this upcoming EP. Uh, we think that's a good turnaround to keep everything fresh mm. and going like that instead of having to take like three years to put a full length out. By that time, people might forget who we are and all that. And that's the thing. We're not a huge band yet. So, you know, I don't think anybody really wants to listen to 13 songs from a band that they've never heard of. Right. So you give them four or five good songs, and hopefully you leave them wanting more. I like Maybe that. six this time. Yeah. Hey, that's generous, man. I, I, like, I like the positive <laughs> thinking, by the way. Yes. Because yet... Yes, I do We're like that positive yet. thinking. Love it. <laughs> well, I mean, we like to keep our kids humble. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's hard to be positive because, like you said, the life is definitely not easy. I mean, you got to have some really nice employers that are just like, yeah, we know you guys are musicians and that's your first love, and if you got to go, you got to go. And they're not like, well, you don't have a job when you come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there, there definitely is some push and pull, and you know, you got to keep them informed of everything going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. You have to know what's going on. No, yep. you throw down your schedule and it's like, all right, this is my schedule. All right, am I getting fired this week? Right <laughs> <laughs> then, when you start requesting, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need this date, I need this date here, I need this one. Right, right. So, how supportive has uh, all your friends and family been yeah. in this whole endeavor? Family's been very supportive. Family's been absolutely, yeah, fantastic. I don't think any of us have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends are the band members. Uh, we're kind of limited on it. We don't get out much. Um, yeah. Uh, no, uh, friends and family, they've been very supportive. Um, I, I guess uh, family's always been supportive, but I think with as the friends, as you know, we gain momentum, that's when they start saying, uh, hey, hey, you know, guys, yeah. you guys, you've been doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have. No, but, but we, we, 
we have some great friends and they, they've all been very supportive. You know, you can't, you can't live off your family and friends forever. So we're very thankful for the, the fans we were able to, you know, amass while, you know, we're, we're pursuing this. Right. Have you ever had any so-called friends, um, like ask you for free stuff? Cause that does happen. Like, you want to get you want to get really personal for a second? I do. Hey, that's what we're all about here. Mother came to tell us free stuff one time. So yeah, we have we have experienced a little of that. Yeah, I actually lost a friend once over not giving them free stuff because it's like you know we want to. And like they, I understand the mentality. It's like I know this guy in a band. You know, he's probably, you know, he probably doesn't really care about the money. He probably just wants to get his stuff out there. All right. Well, you know what? I'm interested to hear your stuff, and we've gone back a long way. Give me your stuff. I want to hear it. I want to share it. Free publicity. Well, like I said, I'm an art guy, yeah. and I have taken under clients a lot who have asked me for free art in the past, mm-hmm. and I'm very uh, particular about getting paid for the stuff that I do. Oh. Uh, regardless of whether it's friends, I put my heart and soul into this. And I think I can speak for each and every one of us here. Mm-hmm. We put our heart and soul into this. Mm-hmm. We want, like, we want to know that we got back what we put into this. Right. You know, it, it's a very important thing. And we can't really spare a lot. Like, maybe, uh, I highly doubt that we'd even spare anything. But every now and then. Anyway, back on point. Uh, so, <laughs> Uh, things were said, work were thrown, books were burnt, spells were cast, demons were summoned, and I lost a friend. <laughs> I had a couple of drinks one night in Ohio, and I did buy a guy a shirt. Did I did one time. So. You, know what? you bought the guy a shirt. I did yeah. buy the guy a shirt. Yeah. I did buy a form. So I, the money did, it wasn't a free giveaway. The, the one that always gets me is the friends who are like, you know, hey, I want to come to your show, but I'm not going to pay. Can you get me in for free? No. No. Like, no. I'm not going to do that. Where's the if you, if you can't ask a promoter or a business owner that question and expect a yes, don't come to us and expect a yes. Yeah, right, exactly. right. Well, we go through the business owners and the owners of the clubs and whatnot. And anyway. Yes, and, I, and, and I, I not, agree. And also, I'm not saying anything about you guys, but most of your shows are probably only, what, what 10 to $20 at most? You can't fork over 15 bucks to go see a show. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Sometimes it'll even be like five dollars. It's like really, you can't spend five dollars to come out to the show. It's like seriously, a lot of it has to do with the you know the what's popular now is not necessarily what we do. So you know, you got to fight against that. But at the same time, there is a strong metal community, and there's a lot of rock fans up there. So well, you just gotta find them. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I think it's for all of us when I say that we were kind of uh, outcasts in high school. So there isn't a lot of high school friends that are, awesome. you know, still around telling us, you know, yeah. they, they like us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and I think, honestly, even for Jim and I, we run into the same problem being internet radio hosts interviewing people. We have people ask us all the time, well, do you get tickets to the show? It's like, no. No, we pay just like everybody else. I pay like everybody else. I work my ass off to do good questions and to get to know every band I talk to. And, I, you know, I, I still don't get in free, so. You know, and we try our hardest to, you know, buy a little stuff here and there, too, to mm-hmm. help you guys out because we know how hard it is. And, you know, and nothing's for free. When you come to Michigan, I will cook for you so y'all have homemade food. 
You're the best kind of friend. <laughs> All right, it's time to book this trip. We'll be coming to Michigan. She does the Grill. she does the food, I do the booze. Yep. So So you'll get some food and booze from us. Did I hear booze? Yes. yes, you did hear no, booze. No, you heard booze. Mark <laughs> does enjoy a little bit of a preacher. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I wonder though, because you guys are East Coast, um, are there venues that are hard to get into or markets that are, would be hard for you guys to get into or have you had some struggles in the past? Our own market. <laughs> really? Baltimore is a great place. No, uh, no, there, there absolutely is. Um, you know, we've had venues. I mean, I think um, you have different rungs of venues, right? You have like the big ones and the mediums and the small. And you know, there, there are some of the bigger ones where, you know, we'll establish a connection, but they are very tough to get into. And oftentimes it's because they're owned like a conglomerate, like Live Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're lucky to have contacts in a, in a lot of those conglomerates. So, um, yeah, there absolutely are venues that are very tough and you kind of have to prove yourself to get in there. And then once you have an in, you know, you, you, you hold it as long as you can. And there's definitely markets too. Yeah. yeah this mar- the, yeah, the market, it, it shifts, it shifts. Like the person who's putting the show on today is not necessarily going to be putting the show on or even still putting shows on period. And you know, five or six months from now because of how uh, unstable, I guess right. I would say the business is. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just crazy. Do business. <laughs> Because it's, you know, I mean, music is fluid, and it's just amazing how quickly things change in music. Like you said, with venues, promoters, tour managers, I just, it's crazy. No, absolutely. Yeah, and again, like and like Mike was saying, we, uh, we we'll create connections, and we're like, all right, great, we have the connections, we have an in. A month later, oh, uh, you know, Bill, he's no longer here anymore. There goes our connection. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's like that, and then you're like, okay, we have to start from the bottom and work our way making that connection again. Mm-hmm. So it's like we were about to book you, but then we got offered a lot of money from somebody else, and that we got happened. a book done instead. Much fans that buy on tours. What is it like four or five times in the past couple months that that's happened? Oh, I hate that. Yeah, a band will buy onto the tour like in the last. You're all but confirmed for the show, and then like, yeah, no, they uh, they added another band to the tour package. Which that's that's another crack. Because to me, if like it's it, I don't get that whole. I think the buy on thing is unfair. It just stacks it. And makes it unfair, and whoever has more money gets the shot. When everybody should get a shot. But it's also it's also usually not fair for the band that's doing the buy on. They are not going to make any money off of this. You know, a lot of the times you're paying thousands of dollars to follow to, to follow a band around, and, and that in and of itself is going to cost you probably close to thousands of dollars because you've got to think about gas, places to stay, and food. So there's really not a whole lot of room for return. <laughs> in an adventure like that. Exactly. It's a risky gamble doing that business model. Yeah, that is definitely a bad business model. I agree. Yeah. But oftentimes it's like a, you know, you, you live, you can't, can't live with it, can't live without it type of deal. I mean, there, you know, I'm sure there will, there will come points, there will come 
storm happened, I mean, there's something you have to yeah. consider. Like, if, yeah. the, if a band that you know is going to have a good draw, going through an area where you have a good, good draw, draw. Yeah, it would, it would, ha- and it, it would have to be the price yeah. of, like effective. It would have to be a complete perfect storm for it to happen. Right. right. I don't right. know. That, or, 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 well, it's just like the Powerball. We can do that too. Yeah, I'm, true. Then we'll buy on everything. Yeah, yeah, well, always well, he there plays you the lottery, and when he does, he's going to buy us a tour vehicle. Yeah, there I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> You guys have got lucky, though. You have gotten to play with some bigger bands, though. I mean, you've played with, what, Theory of Dead Man, In This Moment, Blackstone Cherry, All That Remains, Star Oh, my Pop, gosh. Nine yeah. Point right. That, that, that weekend was one of the best weekends we've ever had. That was fantastic. But, I mean, we, we have been very lucky to play with a lot of these big names. And it's not all just festivals, too. We've no. done some shows with the bigger names in some more intimate venues. Right. And uh, the, the cool thing is, I mean, you know, they, they usually have some nice words to say afterwards, and we, we try to keep in contact with them, too, uh, which is always really cool because we can just hit them up from time to time and be like, hey, you know, how's it going, guys? <laughs> and, I've, got, uh, I've got the guitar player from Shaman's Harvest number in my phone. I don't bug him right. because yeah. I don't want to be annoying. But he answers when I text him, and it's like, you say that, and I'm not trying to be bragging, but it's something I've worked really hard for, and I'm yeah. fairly proud of it, you know, because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, it's validating to look yeah. at the phone and see Derek through that name. It's, all, <laughs> it's all about the networking. That's all you can do yes. is just make contacts. Seriously. And that, that's all the music industry is. It's just not. Yeah, I mean, people think the music industry is so so large and huge, but it's really small. So, you, I'm sure you guys would probably agree that you have to take advantage of the opportunity, but you also can't like badmouth another band or you know do something to kind of screw them over. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's like a tiny high school. Yeah, and you got to make friends with everyone, you know? You, you really do. Mm-hmm. And word travels quickly, so you absolutely cannot talk bad about anyone for any reason. Right. And there usually isn't a reason to, because by there are, you know... I don't know. I think I get singularities, but they're for the most part, most music scenes are full of good people. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be that band who ends up playing with the national, who ends up just being complete idiots, who completely unprofessional. Next thing you know, they're like, Hey, remember that one band? We're going to tell all our friends. And next thing you know, there, there goes any chance you have. And so. your, re- your reputation is, a, is, is very important mm-hmm. yeah. in a business mm-hmm. like this. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I was going to ask, so who do you want to talk trash about now? <laughs> 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 oh wow! You get the list. We love everybody. I have no idea. No, there's no bad. No, we love it. All, all bands are good. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we love. That's them. a good we answer. Love, we good love answer. All the bands. <laughs> music is, is wonderful, and everyone who does it is wonderful. Well, all the music. <laughs> <laughs> the eye twitches. face ring, temple vein throbbing. Yeah, in all seriousness, you know, it does seem like, you know, at least we've interviewed, we were just adding up all the bands we've interviewed over the last year, and it was like, wow, we've interviewed like 15 (laughs) bands now, and we haven't had a single issue with any of them, they're all, Mm -mm. all you guys have been cool, you know, and even meeting some of the bands, you know, it's... It's hard to find. Actually, it's actually hard to find uh, like a real jerk in the industry right now, especially with the up and coming bands, because you know nobody does want to make any waves. But at the same time, a lot of you guys are just genuine, just hardworking people, just trying to make it into the business. You know. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that old, like, rock star mentality is really a thing anymore. anymore. No, people, are, people aren't into that anymore. Yeah. Um, now, oh, I've got to look on my sheet here, but it was in my head. Oh, yes. Speaking of touring, because I wanted to find out about this little tidbit here. Um, how did you get... First of all, congrats with being chosen to tour with Bad Wolves. So kudos to you um, that that happened. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. It was just. And I know it was because of the contest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was an online contest that they had, and yeah, our fans they just rallied behind us, and uh, it turned out greatly in our favor. It so. was like, I you don't want to. It was a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> we are yeah, extremely we, proud we of that. We have a lot of very yeah. passionate fans yeah. that yeah. really did like any yeah. kind of online vote. If it's a daily, if it's an hourly thing, they set alarms they, to yeah. vote. Exactly. There'll be people who we have people who tell us stories like I, I if it's an hourly vote thing they'll set an alarm and they'll do it every hour they'll wake up in the middle of the night to vote wow. it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that you've inspired such passion that is that is awesome do you know who you were up against as far as any other bands in the polls yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, 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 it was only one other band, right? Yeah, well, no, the, the one band we were up against, we actually know them. Um, so, I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, whenever you do a voting thing like this, the biggest concern out of all of it is whether or not there's going to be bad blood, right? Right. And, um, you know... And, and we, we never strive to, you know, do that. We don't want to, you know, hurt, hurt anyone's feelings, but sometimes, you know. You know every, we, every, we're doing, we're running a business. This is, you know, it, it, it's a fun business, but it's a business at the same time. And nothing ever is personal on anything. And just because we had more votes than them does not mean we think we're a better band or any way, in any way, shape, or No, uh, and, so, and there's no, <laughs> and there's, uh, there's no bad blood at all. So, I mean, uh, you know, th- that was, that was really good that there wasn't any bad blood yeah. formed out of that. So. I was about to say, and the, the band, they are a very good band, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. Um, now, you guys played with Defending Kane on the 7th, so what was the turnout like for that show? Pretty good. It was the first time this place, this city, had had a metal show in, what was it, a couple years? Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was the first metal show in a, in a long time, so it was a, it was a fairly good turnout for a new newer venue and uh we we had a a lot of people come out you know specifically for us you know a lot of our fans and it's you know it's, it's always great and, and you, we always get fans who would travel long distances too just to come check us out and uh fun fact about defending kane their guitar player is actually our producer on our ep so Aww. you know it, it's always a good time playing with them and you know he, yeah, he's such a he, you know, he's, he's such a, a big old teddy bear. He's a big old teddy bear. Oh, you guys are funny. Um, <laughs> well, that's our everything. <laughs> we only laugh to hide our depression. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, we're not crying, really. Kaylin come to have I have in years. I feel bad for him sometimes because Kaylin here, the drummer, mm-hmm. he uh, more or less hit Honcho, mm-hmm. and uh, we're a handful. I feel bad for him sometimes, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to give him any slack. 
I'm going to keep him on his toes. All right, good, good. You do that. You're, you're a good bandmate you're make, and a great friend to do I'm that. Saying, I you're making him you. a better person. Yeah. I'm a good bandmate and a great friend. I'm off aspergering in the club. Oh, my God. Uh, so, I, you know, I was listening to your influences because as part of my research for interviews, I always listen to past and previous interviews and there was one that just completely blew my mind and that was the band him I, yep. yeah, I did a double take I'm like wait a minute like I've never heard normally bands say the popular ones but him and I'm like oh my god I love him and he likes him and mm-hmm. it's him so that I thought that was pretty pretty interesting Thank you. Um, I actually got into him a long time ago. I would listen to a him record every day before I went into school because I was in chorus and I was in the bass section and I listened to him's music to kind of exercise before that. And um, I've just I've always I've always been a fan of like romance and music and like stuff like that. And him was a great combination of metal and romance and just everything that I was missing from music at the time. So a really good band to draw influence from, I think. Anyone who's not into him needs to look up some more him songs because they're just fantastic. Yes, yes, I agree. I yeah, actually got. Yeah, I actually was going to play them on the song list um, today. Please. Stuff, yes. Um, so, Mark, Michael, and Kate, what about you guys? Venus Doom is my favorite song by them right now. Venus Doom, absolute Venus favorite. All right. I'm, I, I, I wrote it down because I, I got stuff at home, and I'll, I'm going to check that out. Sweet. I'm fangirling right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in choir, too, so that's awesome. Um, so what about, I know, what about, uh, you, Mark, Michael and Kaylin, what some of your influences, maybe something obscure, surprise everyone. It's all the popular band. Uh, Tiny Tim. There goes the If we want to go a little more obscure. Uh, my per- a personal one for me is Tony Iommi, the guitar player for oh, Black Sabbath. Well, um, should, yeah. The way he yeah. strung his riffs and his lead lines together mm-hmm. resonated with me. And I don't necessarily emulate it, but I hear it in my style because mm-hmm. he, he influenced me so much. So I guess yeah. t- Tony Iommi would be my personal one. Okay, is that... that yeah. Go ahead. Was that, my- that was Michael or Mark? That was Michael. Okay. So, Mark. Michael. Call him Markle. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we, if we want to go more obscure yes. guitar player, yes. uh, Warren Martini from Rat yep. was a big influence on me early on. Now, I'm saying early on when I'm only 23, so yeah, like, I was, I was way back Rat's hair day, but Rat was actually the first uh, rock concert I went to really? as a teenager. Cool. Yeah. And when I, when I first started learning guitar, a lot of the stuff I learned were the, the 80s metal bands like like Rat and Poison and all that. I think me and Mark are the only two that actually did enjoy the 80s hair metal because... Oh, uh, excuse me. Oh, well, I guess Jack, too, but <laughs> I look like an 80s hair metal. His first was Rat, my first was Scorpion, so we're... We were, we, me and him were in the wrong era here. Yeah, yeah. well, Michael Shanker is amazing, so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. And, Kalen, did you say yours? Um, not obscure, but my, uh, my two big drum influences, strangely enough, uh, mostly, if anyone's ever seen me live, I like to hit hard. Uh, John Bonham. Yep. Obviously, with right. Led Zeppelin fame, mm-hmm. and um, uh, John Fred Young of Blackstone Cherry. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Blackstone cherry, so... Yeah. I guess yeah. Uh, when I used to have the long hair, I mean, I I would really try to emulate John Fry, especially when I was younger. And uh, having a chance to actually get to play alongside them at Ink and the Clink last year and getting a chance to meet him was cool. a wonderful experience for me. You know, one of those, you know, meet your idols. And the best part was, was that he was a completely down to earth, you know, hilarious guy and really fun to hang out with. Yeah. Did you Did you have to fight the inner fanboy within you when you met him? Um, a little bit, yeah. but the, the cool the cool part was was that he's just so open anyway that you know if I acted a little crazy he would beat my craziness. Mm. Um, nice. He actually gave me his number and I did text him, but he has never texted me back. Oh. So we're talking about bad mouthing music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. No, you know what? I'm not going to bad mouth no, him. I'm no, a little no. disappointed. He just That's wants to text back. I just, <laughs> I just want to text him to one friend young. Well, he probably shouldn't have given you a fake <laughs> number then. Right? Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, Caitlin, I do like the shorter hair. I'm just saying. Yeah, we both I agree do. on that. Much. You know, that, that was, too. I'm, I'm going to take a little sideways here. Go ahead, go when sideways. I cut the hair, I thought everyone was going to hate me, but you know what? It's nothing. <laughs> the man hates me, but everyone else loves me. No, the hair was fine, but he took the beard off not too long ago, and I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, I it's back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. But uh, no, thank you for liking the short hair. I, I like it a lot better too. Yeah, it's just trust me. Shorter hair is easier to maintain and manage. And when you're in the stage sweating your balls off, oh, you're less hot with the hair. Absolutely. So minus one. I I will mention we are missing Holly the bassist, and I know her influences Muse, so because she definitely fangirl. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to, uh, you know, worry about that. No, there, there'll be another two hours. I'll be a few asked about that. She does, She is extremely into her Muse. She will talk yes. to you for the next fifteen minutes, which is great. Oh yeah, best fan ever. <laughs> He's usually a impressionist. He really is. He missed the mark. It probably sounded like her over the phone. Though. It did. There it did. Go. I'm like, wait a minute. I, they said she wasn't. Rick said she was going to be there, and bam, she's there. What's going on? I'm so has been totally natural having <laughs> her. Holly in spirit. There you go. <laughs> so has it been totally natural just having her in the band? That she's just one. Yeah, of the she's guys? the only chick. Yeah, no, she was the missing piece. She's the manliest of all. No, she completed. She really, ever since she joined, I felt like we finally became what we were supposed to become. The magic glue that holds Ignite the Fire together. Aww. That's that's so sweet. I should buy it. But they have a feeling for the song. My mistake. That's okay. You should buy her some flowers. I'm sure she'd understand. All right. Um, I think before we wrap it up, I want to ask you guys. I want to ask you guys. Um, so I was, like I said, I was Facebook stalking you guys, but it seems like you're all into, uh, you're all gamers and you're all yes. into movies. And it's okay if you're, yeah. if you're geeky. I'm curious what you guys are all into right now. Yes. You must tell us. Please tell us. Well, I recently just purchased the uh, NES Classic. The, the little miniature Nintendo okay. system with all like the original games on it. So I've just been playing that nonstop recently, and Tech Mobile is killing me. <laughs> I just, I, I love movies and I love horror movies, and I just have to say, I just saw Hereditary recently. 
And if you haven't seen Hereditary, you have to. It's the best horror movie, maybe the best movie I've seen in close to a decade. Really? Wasn't that supposed to be like one of the best yeah. horror movies ever made or something like that? Like it was getting rave reviews. It did deserve other reviews, but it's le- it, it, it's not even labeled as a horror movie. It's a thriller, and it's it's a family drama. It's a thriller. It's a horror movie. Really? It's, it, it's, a, it's a cult. It's everything. A little bit of romance. It's oh, wild. Okay. I might have to check that one out. Yeah. I'm not really huge in the horror. I mean, I do like my classic horror movies, but yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie, it gave <laughs> I love atmosphere, and this movie's atmosphere was visceral. You could feel it when you're in the theater. It, wow. There are scenes where just the way that the camera is held, and as you're going through like dark hot rooms and stuff like that, I was creeped out. I felt like I was watching something I shouldn't be watching, and that's what I love in a horror movie. How many stars would you give it, Michael? In your review, seventeen and a half. Five. Seventeen and a half. Exactly that much. Yeah. Well, Dan, I uh, I got to be. I'm not much of a gamer. Um, and the last game I played uh, was uh, Majora's Mask on the N64. But I do watch a lot of TV shows, and uh, the two shows that I'm into more than any other show right now are Steven Universe and Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought I was excited for a minute. I thought somebody was going to say Westworld. Any takers? What? No, no. I, you know, I got He's like, no, no, I've been wanting to give Westworld a shot. Up until this moment, I didn't even know that was a thing. Game of Thrones, oh. boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I just got into Game of Thrones like a little over a year ago, and I started watching it. I'm binge watching it, and then I find out next season's the last season. I was so freaking pissed off that they're going to end it. <laughs> Read them books, man. It's all the characters you love, but it's like it's 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 like a separate story. It's it, it's it's so good. Just read the books. That, that it'll solve your problem. I heard the because <laughs> they're long and it'll take you a while. Right, than, right. The, than the show was. Like anything you thought was deep and dark on the show, it's deeper and darker uh, in the books. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I, were you so, it makes you want to go to church the next day. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Clean that mind out. Were you rubbing yeah. your hands together when you said that? Because that's what I was imagining. My beard. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying The ending was a little bit evil, and I'm, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's proof review of her. Hey, God bless your soul. <laughs> Jesus loves you, okay? Yes, you remember that. Church. I mean, I'm I don't think it's possible to turn oneself into a pickle after Rick and Morty. Oh. <laughs> Turns out it's not possible. Actually, it is. <laughs> I'm interested to get rid of You just have to use an avocado instead of oh, paper. Really? Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, Bobby? You guys Learning are funny. That's absolutely right, Morty. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> And the Rick and Morty screenplay is part of the interview. I love it. Yeah. Here comes a wild column. Oh, are you talking about yet? God. We do. We all love Lord of the Rings, too. I'm going to oh, say that. I got a, got a more more tattoo on my chest. Yeah. I do have a lot of respect for that series. So I'll give yes. you that. Yes. I, I am a fan of... Uh, I got the uh, box set for that series, and... I love the fact that there's extras, and it kind of explains more of the story, you know, because they have to cut a lot of stuff out of that because of the books are so 
in depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I, I, I put a a one day a year off to the side to watch all three consecutively, the extended editions. Yes. Only takes about 14 and a half hours. Right. But it is well worth it. Oh, I definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, I got into the the Hobbit more and I got into Lord of the Rings. Well, what in the hell is it? No, I'm just kidding. I watch all the, I'm, I'm, su- I'm such a nerd, though. I watch everything. Oh. Harry Potter. I watch uh, Flash. Oh, I got a Harry, I got two Harry Potter tattoos. Dude, I watch, oh, you do? I watch everything nerdy. You Harry Potter guitar. I know more about Harry Potter than I know about myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. just scary. Yeah. Do you all have ink? Since we're talking about tattoos, do you guys all have? No, I'm like the only one. I'm the only, but I got enough for all of them. It's fine. Yeah, I'm getting more too. Are you finishing up the sleep right now? Mm-hmm. Do you? Where do you go for your ink? Just curious. A place called Creative Pans in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Oh, I mean, Nate is the man. He is, you know. Affordable, professional, and uh, it's a friendly environment. Go to Creative Hands if you're in the in the Waynesboro, PA area. Gotcha. Well, that's Creative Hands. If, if you guys ever go near Jersey on your tour route and you have some time, we have a friend who does tattoos out of Jersey, and he is uh, amazing. So if you ever need to know, just message me. Actually, message us on Facebook. We'll tell kinda you. Kind of nerdy. You should look up uh, the Gangster Inkster tour. They uh, they're just a bunch of nerds that tattoo and they do tons of comic book related or movie related tattoos all over they do tours all over the place yeah Geekster Inc Geekster, yes yeah. Geekster Inc sorry mm-hmm. that's really cool that is that's pretty cool I'll look into that I am thinking about a Game of Thrones tattoo at some point yes yes and they would definitely do it too I imagine Iron Throne on your back would look really cool I'm gonna get my face tattooed on my face but an inch an eighth of an inch to the left and I'm going to wait outside of 3D movie theaters and ruin people's lives. Oh, that would be interesting. I'd be down. You just have to get that, it on video. That is, I stole that joke from Daniel Tosh. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I was about to, like, I, I was looking at him with this just face of raw. That was the smartest and wittiest and most hilarious thing. I, I think I blew a funny fuse. And that, yeah. that's a beautiful method of trolling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, well. So anyway, you guys are where, great, but yes. Where is the best place, the easiest place to find you guys and to find your merch and to find everything that is yes. Ignite the Fire? And he said best and easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best and easy. Uh, yeah, we, we, I mean, right now our show schedule is uh, limited because we've been in the studio, but I mean, obviously the best place is at a show. So any chance um, anyone can make it out to a show, you're going to be able to buy our merch, you're going to be able to talk to us. Um, we are on all social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, usually under the um, the tag Ignite the Fire Music. We do have a website. Um, we're on Spotify, iTunes. The list keeps going on and on. So you just got to want to get music online. You can yeah. we, I don't think we have a SoundCloud.
All right. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank and you guys very much. It was a pleasure being on the House of Noise show. Well, we appreciate that. We hope you guys had fun. You know, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we do appreciate your music. So thank you. for uh, You can clearly out. tell we don't take ourselves too seriously either, apparently. Yes. <laughs> so. yes no, but no, seriously, no, but seriously, thank you so much for having us on. It, we, we had a lot of fun today. It was mm-hmm. a good time. Thank you guys. Yeah. yeah. This was one of the more fun interviews. Yeah, done. seriously. Oh, you, guys, yeah. You, guys, yeah. you guys are very unique. I enjoyed I enjoyed your questions and I enjoyed our rapport. Definitely very personal. I got to give you credit for, for asking the real personal questions. Well, we try to go tell. we try to go in depth but not ask you you know what color your underwear are, right so. yeah we don't want to know boxes or briefs we i mean there is a line there is you a know line. like I'm, thank, you know. I'm glad there's a lot. There thank is. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Our show, our show is podcasted. Uh, it's usually up within a week, so we'll definitely share it to you guys, and you can share it on your Yeah, I will, um, I will send Rick an email with a link, and then you guys can share it on your page, and we can share the silliness and the seriousness with the world. Awesome. So. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much. You're very no welcome. Well, you guys take care and we'll, we'll see you. And we look forward to the new material and the video and super excited here at House of Noise. So. Yes. We're looking forward to it as well. When we finally release it, whenever that may be. It will be a glorious day. Yes, it will. Yes, there will be revelries. Well, you guys right. take right, care Cameron, of yourselves. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. So their current project is... Welcome back. Sorry. <laughs> so that was the interview. Yes. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm sure they picked up on that when I said at least I didn't make a lot of noise during the interview. I was starting over. Let's oh. start over. Okay. That was the interview, folks. I certainly hoped you enjoyed, enjoyed it. Why do you got to be all like... Why do you got... Why... <laughs> Welcome to the interview. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. 
I did not even sound like that. So you can keep on trucking with your bad self out the door and go somewhere else. So we hope everybody enjoyed that interview. Uh, I know that we did. We had a ton of fun talking to them. They're a lot of fun. They uh, are very quick and witty. They very witty. Much so, uh, witty band members. Uh, yeah, Kaylin, he's pretty funny. I'll tell you, since that interview, uh, Kaylin cut his hair. He did. <laughs> he When we met him, he had long hair. Long, beautiful red hair. And I like him. Yes, actually, we both like his hair better this way. Um, I don't really want to talk about too much about what they got going on because we did end up interviewing them again yes, about a year later. So. Yeah. So we're not going to allude to anything else because we're going to tell you about that later. And hopefully at that time, we'll be able to give you more of an update as to what they're doing. Well, I'll tell you this much. They came out with a new album that I know and a new music video. Two. Oh, yeah, it was two. Yeah, that's it. I mean, really, I want to save the update for when we have interview number two on here. But if you do want to purchase merchandise or purchase either their newest release or their first EP, Trial and Triumph. Check out the description. I have a link yes. for it in there. You just go to IgniteTheFireMusic.com and there you go. Yeah. If you don't read the descriptions ever, go ahead and do that. <laughs> or if you're illiterate and you just like picture books, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't ever read half the just or like 99% of the descriptions of any podcast I listen to. So Me yes, neither. check out ignite the fire. What was the link again? It was ignite the fire There you go. So ignite the fire music.com music. Yeah. Ignite the fire music.com. <laughs> <laughs> In the interim, you can always Listen to us on Cave Radio Broadcasting, crbradio.com, every Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And all the full episodes are uploaded to Mixcloud. So you can always, uh, if you go to the Cave Radio Podcast, or Cave Radio Podcast, if you go to the Cave Radio website, you uh, find our station, or our show. It on says Studio on Studio Two. Uh, you just click Sunday, and it t- you go down yeah. to our House show, and it says listen to podcast, and you can listen to entire episodes if you want to hear the music and all the different shenanigans that go on while we're doing the actual show for two hours, not it's just a fun two hours, not just the interview, right? And we'll have more interviews. Posted on our Facebook House of Noise page and our current page that we're working on setting up. Um, once we have other interviews on our Skype um, line, line thing, yeah, Skype line, yeah, something like that. So we are branching out. Hopefully, so hopefully uh, we have some uh, killer, you know. Podcast only content coming to you guys soon. So uh, stay tuned and we'll keep you updated and, and, and informed. So thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Adios, muchachos. Hey, don't forget about the muchachos. And muchachas. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>